Hey there, friend. Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to introduce you guys to my friend Kylie, all the way from New South Wales, Australia. She's a wedding photographer, and this last year, she pivoted to creating a stock photo imagery business called the KK Stock Shop. And today we're going to talk about why you need to pivot your business online. And even though you may have a client-facing business, what does that mean and how does that look like to pivot online, why you need to pivot online, and how it can help you as a mom and an entrepreneur to continue to follow your dreams. So let's dig in. Also, if you hear some crackling in this episode, please note that... We were literally days apart across the world recording this. So every now and then you're going to hear a little crackle in the audio. Don't worry, it's not your phone. It's just the long distance recording from the United States to Australia. So without further ado, I feel like that's my new thing that I've always been saying. Without further ado, here's the episode. Hi there, I'm Jenna Kutcher. I'm the host of the Gold Digger Podcast, and I'm so excited that you're hearing me right now because that means that I get to introduce you to my friend, Michelle Hagen, and her podcast, The Busy Years. Michelle is a mama on a mission dedicated to inspire other women to chase their dreams and their passions no matter what season of life they're in. And I've gotten the privilege to mentor and coach Michelle. She was one of my top 10 students in my community of over a thousand women, and she helped lead and inspire other mamas just like you. And now you, my friend, you get a front row seat. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired. Hi, I'm Michelle, a sales and profitability strategist, mentor, and captain of your cheering squad. But most importantly, I'm the Midwest wife and mama to two spirited boys, and I'm a lover of learning, family vacations, and nap time. I built my business between the moments of motherhood, and I know that you can do it too. Being a mama is hard, and no one should have to do it alone. That's why I'm bringing women together to share their stories of motherhood, business, and blessings. So grab your coffee, wash your dishes, hey, even take a shower. Because we can do this, friend, in the middle of motherhood. You're listening to the Busy Years Podcast, where motherhood and business meet. Come tired, leave inspired. Hi, Kylie. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited for you to come on and talk about this topic because of why we should move our businesses online because I feel like so many businesses in this season of the entire world had to go, oh crap, now how do we pivot and turn? And I think that people that didn't do that are now realizing, oh, those people are still being profitable and trying to figure out how they can do it. So I'm so excited to dive into this conversation with you. But first, I just want you to tell us a little bit about you, how you became an entrepreneur and a mom at the same time, and what that looked like and how your business has evolved. Perfect, of course. Um, So I definitely started a business way before I was a mom. I actually met my husband, Nick, about 10 years ago. And when we met, he was a video producer. So he had all this camera gear. 
and I started playing. So what, I was 25 at the time. I'd never really loved the office jobs or any of the jobs I had. It was actually um, a pretty big family joke that I changed jobs pretty often. <laughs> I used to get so bored working for somebody else. Um, so yeah, I kind of fell into photography. Um, so I became a wedding photographer kind of by chance and just loved it. Um, I was working, as, as anyone that owns a business knows, like there's so much more to it, right, than what you actually do. So mm-hmm. that was a surprise, finding out that I had to do so many other things other than be a photographer. So I had to market, I had to do the admin, I had to do everything else that's associated with running a business. Um, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hustle to get clients. I enjoyed building it. Um, and then after a couple of years, it got big enough that I could leave sort of the corporate world and do it full time, which was so exciting. Um, so yeah, so I sort of jumped into that and I was working pretty much full time in the, in the wedding photography business for about six years, um, before we had our first little baby boy. So in 2017, we had Spencer who, I mean, come on, when you go from no kids to to one, it's like the biggest shock to the system, right? I, Yeah. yeah, my time suddenly was not my own. Um, he's, he's lovely. He was He's a great kid, but he was not a good baby. He didn't sleep much. He was, um, yeah, definitely a handful. So then trying to juggle, you know, being self-employed, not getting maternity leave, having still weddings to shoot, and then having a newborn that wasn't sleeping was definitely um, a, a pretty big challenge um, to sort of overcome. Um, but yeah, so, so we have Spencer. He's now two and a half. He's a fun, active little boy, loves climbing and Spider-Man and um, yeah, full of full of life. Um, and Nick and I are now expecting another baby in December. So I'm currently oh, pregnant yeah. with baby number two. Um, so yeah, and all of that, obviously, while I'm still running the business, still shooting weddings. Um, obviously, this year with the pandemic, we've had a lot of postponements and had to try to juggle um, the wedding clients around that and be really flexible. Um, so that's been quite interesting. Um, but yeah, and we're, we're in Australia. I didn't mention that. You can tell from my accent, but yeah, we're located down in um, New South Wales. So kind of south in oh, how would you explain it? Yeah, a southern state in Australia, I suppose. In a, in the wine, um, a wine region called the Hunter Valley. So it's quite a nice spot to be. Yeah, you are my first official international podcast. Oh. So like on top of it, it's super exciting. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And your boys, well, I guess uh, you probably don't know if you're having a boy or a girl yet. Do you? No, I think, look, I, I think I'm not, I don't mind which we have. Like I do like the idea of spending having a brother, but I also don't think I'm lucky enough to get a boy and a girl. I think I'll end up being a boy mom and have this, and have two boys. That's my guess anyway. Yeah. Well, you'll be just like me because my boys are two years apart too. And they're two boys. Oh, wow. So yeah. Yeah. But I can totally feel the wildness and the Spider-Man and all the boy things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's definitely fun. Very busy. Um, yeah. But I like, I like boys. Like I think their moms always have a special place in, mm. in their hearts. They always have that soft soft side for mom which is really nice yeah so tell me about what was it like when you had Spencer and then going back into shooting weddings because that's not like oh you can go and you can take a pump break to if you were nursing or you know like that's a long commitment of a day to be away from a baby so what was that like when you transitioned back to shooting weddings 
Yeah, um, and I must I must say too, Spencer was a surprise. So it wasn't like I could I planned um, sort of any maternity leave or a break around when he was due to be born. So um, yeah, it was tough. It was tough. I didn't really um, like the way the season the wedding season in Australia works is it's pretty quiet in the summer months. So in sort of November to February, there's not that many weddings going on. Um, and Spence was born in December. So luckily I was able to have the first couple of months that were just naturally quiet. Um, also luckily because my husband, Nick, um, so he's a video producer, but he's, I also trained him up shooting with me for years. So I did have one wedding in January that I actually sent him to shoot on my behalf, which was like a godsend. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, no, it was tough. Like leaving Spence the first time when he was only a couple months old, um, yeah, it was really hard. And you're right, I had to stop breastfeeding or nursing quite early just because I couldn't I couldn't do it. I couldn't have breaks to pump or to keep my supply up. Um, so that's definitely something this time. So being, and we'll, talk, we'll get into it later, I'm sure, but transitioning into more of an online business. Now I'm really excited because it means that when this baby's born, I can actually breastfeed for as long as I want to. I can actually take time to just really enjoy that newborn sort of phase of having a family of four. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Yeah, well, that's a perfect transition into what we're going to talk about today, and which is like taking your business that you have that is a person to person business or a brick and mortar business or something like that and completely pivoting and moving online. And that's what you did with this pandemic. And so I'm so excited for you, got, you to talk us through what that looked like and how we can do that as women. Or maybe if you're listening to this and you don't have a business yet, realizing, oh, maybe starting online and then eventually trans- transitioning to having face-to-face clients or something like that when kids get older or whatever works. But an online business is very mom friendly. So let us tell us, tell us all your secrets and what it was like transitioning (laughs) between having a full photography business to what you're, what you are now doing. Yeah, of course. I must admit, um, following a lot of the business mentors that I do like Jenna Kutcher that we're, I know we both are fans of like, um, Emmy Porterfield. There's a few that I just girl crush all over, let's be honest. Um, (laughs) But I think following them and seeing the way that they run, not just their business, but their life and how flexible it is when you can scale something to be online and not just in person. Um, it's kind of been a dream of mine for a couple of years to pivot to that kind of business model, um, especially with especially with wedding photography, because I'm so limited by the amount of weekends that I could personally shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, so my income and the business was always, I feel like it was always capped. Um, and then I guess when you have Spencer and you become a mum, you have even less time, right? Your time kind of gets even less and your priorities change. And um, so it was kind of a natural thing when Spencer was born to start taking small actions towards migrating to something that was more online. Um, it's always harder putting things into action though, right? So even though it was kind of on my mind for a long time, it wasn't until this all happened this year that I sort of went, you know what? the silver lining of all of this pandemic is now I have some extra time. My weddings are postponed. Let's get it done. Um, so yeah, it's been really exciting to launch. So it's the KK stock shop. So it's providing um, styled stock imagery to female entrepreneurs to use online in their social media. Um, and just to save some, some time for them um, looking for imagery and building their online brand. 
Um, so yeah, it's been really exciting launching that. So so yeah, so I, I guess the main thing, um, or, the, or the best thing about your online business to Michelle is just seeing that I'm back, just realizing that suddenly um, my time, I didn't have to exchange time for money. It was more something that I could scale and I wasn't necessarily gonna miss out on those scaling moments for that time together. Um, so yeah, so time, if anyone's listening out there that that is wondering how they're gonna fit it all in, how they're gonna start. Um, so yeah, so that was the best thing about pivoting to more of an online business. I, I realized that suddenly I didn't have to exchange time for money. Um, it was something that then I could I could scale and I could then not miss out on those family moments or being the mum I wanted to be um, mm-hmm. because I wasn't away every weekend or I wasn't um, having to be away from my family to, to make money, which is which is the dream, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do feel like if there's anybody out there that's wondering how they're going to be the parent they want to be or be, be a, a mum that's around as well as run their own business, an online business can definitely be the answer, can definitely solve some of that for them. Um, which yeah, which brings me to the next point about scaling your business. So I think with my photography business, um, I definitely, as I mentioned, was always limited by the amount of couples I could really accept because there were only so many weekends in the year, um, and I was limited by me because they wanted me to shoot the wedding. So um, mm-hmm. turning to more of an online business model suddenly meant that I could I could scale. I could actually have clients anywhere in the world. Um, I could yeah, I could service them regardless where they are they, they could be 10 they could be 100 they could be a thousand it's it's definitely opened the doors as to how big the business can grow um and then what kind of lifestyle you can lead when you have a business of that kind of size um, yeah. yeah so what did it look like for you when uh, to scale as you have been building and I know you have just slowly been kind of launching out this whole new business yeah. what does that as for for a mom let's just say she's listening and maybe doesn't have a business or is just thinking about starting and they don't quite understand like what do you mean scale like you have this photography aren't you doing great like what does that mean then to scale are you still doing weddings and you do the online or now it's totally shifted to online because mm-hmm. with online you can make money in your sleep basically yeah um I'm still transitioning to be honest so I still have because weddings book so far in advance so a lot mm-hmm. of my couples book about 12 months out from their wedding day and then with the pandemic they've postponed on top of that so I still have maybe uh, half a dozen weddings to shoot for the rest of this year um, if it will go if obviously COVID-19 settles down Um, and then next year I think I still probably have a dozen weddings to shoot as well Um, however I've stopped accepting wedding bookings so I'm no longer going to be taking on wedding clients so it's kind of a bit of a slow transition for me to go from that in-person model to online completely Um, Mm -hmm. and to be honest it's all it's of course a little scary because it's new um but at the same time, it's exciting as well. Taking, you know, you can kind of just see the potential in what you can build um, for the future. So, um, no, it's good. And I do think as well, as far as the way that I was operating with an in-person photography studio, you had a lot more expenses, right? So we, I had um, from every wedding booking, obviously you paid tax portion and things like that out of the money that you make. But then I had other overheads, so like albums and editing and um, a lot of other things that came out of that out of that money whereas when 
I've taken it to more of an online um, business model with the stock shop selling the, the stock imagery to people. Um, it's really transactional. So they pay a membership fee. I pay for the hosting of the membership site and tax, and that's pretty much it. So as that business scales, the potential to make more money um, is, a, is mm-hmm. much greater, um, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And just so people don't understand what she's saying, like with stock imagery, if you're new to business, that means it's like an image that you are creating beautiful pictures that then someone like I, who, or someone who's an influencer or any business owner can put those on our website or Instagram or social medias. And I don't have to take the picture, but it still (laughs) matches my brand because let's be honest, I don't know how you people all make food look so beautiful. Um, but yeah, thank you for explaining but, that. I must say, I do forget um, some of that lingo is definitely photographer driven, isn't it? Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's fun. Like I, I've always loved um, making pretty pictures, like styling on a wedding day, even just styling bridal, um, you know, bits and pieces and um, all the pretty things that come on a wedding. I always loved that. So this has kind of been a real natural progression because I've found that as, as I've been taking these sort of styled stock photos, they're perfect for female entrepreneurs that like pretty things that um, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of attracting those kinds of business owners um, that are like me, which is good. It is fun. Yeah. Do your kids love getting mail? I know mine do. Every day they run out to the mailbox, check the mail, look for their names and see if there's something that was sent to them in the mail that day. Quite often, they come back and tell me, oh, mom, it's more bills, or here's some more papers. Do you want me to throw this in the trash? But it is so exciting to them when they get their own mail, or even better, when it's an entire package with both of their names addressed to them. It makes them so happy and excited. I mean, who doesn't love happy mail? I signed my kids up for Allison Carter Celebrates Memories and Moments Boxes. Each month, we get a holiday-themed box that's shipped to our door with DIY decor, crafts, activities, table supplies, recipes, and more. And my boys are so excited every month to open up their box and see what fun Allison has created for us that month. The thing that I love about the boxes is that there's no need to collect any extra supplies. If you're going to need it for the craft or the activity, Allison has put it in the box. So all you need to do is open it and create some amazing memories with your family. And best part, Allison even lets us take credit of being the rock star moms. You can go to allisoncartercelebrates.com to get your first memories and moments box and use the code BUSYYEARS to get free shipping on your first box. Again, you can go to allisoncartercelebrates.com and use the code BUSYYEARS. I can't wait to see the fun crafts and activities you and your kids do together. So as you transitioned into doing like this stock imagery, um, did you keep the same social media accounts or did you now say like, now I have two businesses and you have one for the stock imagery and still have the wedding photography or did you umbrella the whole thing and it's all under you, yeah. like your name, or how did that, what did that look like for you? Um, so at the moment, so I still have, um, so the wedding photography is still sort of a standalone Instagram um, feed, mainly because on that channel, even though it had built to be quite, have a good, quite a good following, um, 
it is mainly brides and couples, which aren't now my ideal client for this documentary. So I did have to start a new um, KK Stock Shop feed on Instagram and a new website and a new Facebook page and all the things that go with it. Um, but on the side of that, I am sort of starting up my personal brand Instagram as well. So for the behind the scenes and just a bit more of mum life, right? And just sharing what it's really yeah. like and not just the, the style of dog photos that people can purchase. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that's very much, I, I think I've posted one photo on the personal brand channel. It's like super new, but I was like, I know mm-hmm. that it's just so important to start building that and give people insight into, into my life as well as the business that I'm running. Um, mm-hmm. I know I love that, right? I love, like, even even the influencers that we follow, it is all the the real stuff. That we're like, oh, they are just right. like us. They have the same challenges yeah. and they're not wearing makeup today and neither am I. And I feel like we're connected. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. just always all the pretty <laughs> pictures. I know with mine, for a while I was looking at it and... <laughs> Well, I mean, COVID happened, so it kind of, it was real pretty before COVID because it was real cohesive, but then in the middle of COVID, I was looking at it and I was still posting these pictures that I had that were pretty pictures and just from family photo sessions, and I was like, nobody's living like this right now, so I was like, I think I'm just going to start showing up like I am, and I was running out of photos and no photographer to take my picture. So yeah. yeah, like I think that that is so important too. And um, when you are transitioning or creating an online business, to then you also kind of have to show some of the background because people don't get to see you live in person, and that's how they kind of get to know who you are. Definitely, and it's always. I think it's really interesting that it's always. Well, it's not really surprising, I guess, but it's always those photos of of the real life or what, what's really going on for us that gets the most engagement or that people really resonate with. Um, so yeah, it's, of course, we all want to, we all want to do life together, right? So I think, mm-hmm. I think it's good to include that. Yeah, it's good. COVID or no COVID. So tell us, I know you were going to also talk about the profit of moving to an online business and what that looked like. Yeah, so um, I wanted to touch on it because I think money is always such a taboo subject, right? People don't really talk about it. And because it feels kind of, I don't know, it does feel kind of awkward to say, oh, this is how much I've been making or this is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I thought it, it was good to, to put out there um, just the experience I found going from, uh, as I said, like an in-person studio with expenses to an online business and it was actually really quite embarrassing to to do my taxes for the photography studio and actually see how little I was making for the amount of work that I was doing and realize it's not Kylie it's not really a business like if you're not making a profit if you can't um provide properly for your family if if it's not actually working for you and and making you money it's not really a business it's more of what a hobby it's more of a lifestyle kind of business it's not I don't feel like it's a real business so um so it was it was definitely a bit of a shock a bit of a realization to sort of sit down and go okay so this is where I'm at um it's paying my bills and I'm grateful that it, it's it's been enough to, to keep me employed for eight years like that's that's amazing of course I can yeah. work from home some days I can wear yoga pants I can be flexible with my time so there's definitely benefits but financially I'm 35 I'm gonna have two children soon I need to be able to provide properly and, and financially support 
um, my family, along with my husband, of course, but we're very much yeah. um, like to share the load. So, so yeah, it was definitely good to have that realisation um, and then put in, put in steps to change the business model so that I wasn't just doing the same thing year in and year out. Um, I think it's funny what they say about the definition of insanity, isn't it doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results? And I really feel like that's what I was doing with the photography studio. Um, and I think too, I, being if there's any other creative business owners out there, or I just think the finances we kind of all shied away from. Like it was never something that I was super comfortable sitting down to do. I was always scared, scared to look, which is quite ridiculous. But um, mm -hmm. I think when you sort of put your big girl pants on and go, no, I'm a business owner, I need to figure out how much I'm making, where I'm heading, what I want it to look like, what I want to provide to my family, how much I want to make and not being scared of the answers. Um, so, so yeah, so I'm, I'm glad I finally made the pivot. I just kind of wish I had have done it earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And it's so important, the like money aspect that you're talking about of that. And you had mentioned like creative entrepreneurs, which, um, I know in both of our spaces, we have a lot of those and how often you ask creative entrepreneurs because they're just really good at their craft and they just love their craft and mm -hmm. they are creating it into a business and a living that they really have no clue what the overhead is, how much they actually bring home and what it looks like or how to scale it and make more. So when you actually sit down and do those numbers and work the numbers out, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and I feel like, so after after sort of having that realisation, um, I knew that I had to sort of change the way that I thought about business, that um, I had to change my mindset, the way I thought about money, the, the belief systems that I grew up with, that, you know, you have to work so hard every hour of your life to make money. Like, just those real traditional ways of thinking. I needed to kind of shift everything in order to build what I wanted to build. Um, so last year I actually invested in some online education courses. So um, again, Jenna Kutcher, Amy Porterfield, I bought into a Tony Robbins mm -hmm. course um, and that was the best investment I think I've ever made. Um, it was a lot of money. Like I remember it was thousands of dollars and at the time I didn't really have it. It was definitely um, a big leap of faith, but at the same time, oh, we can't we can't expect to grow something that we've never done before without the advice or education or knowledge of others right that have done it before us mm -hmm. so yeah it was the best investment I could have made I was almost sick after each time I made my purchase like you know that that feeling in your stomach you're going I know, I know I need to do this but you hit like the the button and then you want to throw up it was definitely like that every time um, but it then equips me sort of with the knowledge to be able to this year launch and have some really good goals and and not be afraid of where I want to go. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, education's been a big tool um, and super important, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think it is too. And it's so funny how when you're done with college, you're like, I'm never going to take another class in my life. And I've talked to some <laughs> college students recently as they graduated and I chuckled to myself and I was like, oh, just wait. Because literally, <laughs> I mean, I think about it this last year, I also invested in a course and I've invested in a couple other courses and done so much education because mm -hmm. I knew where I was and the knowledge I had, but I couldn't scale or I couldn't move the business to what I wanted it to be until I had done deep education 
and became an expert in all these different areas. And so it's so important to just keep educating yourself and moving forward of what's happening and, and how can you be better? I mean, goodness, with business, you can, <laughs> you could take so many education courses. I don't, you could never come up from there. <laughs> you could be learning all the time. But I think it's good. Like, I think that's one of the best things about this day and age, right? There's so much available to us. And there are so many people that have done great things or built amazing businesses and make um, incredible money and that are willing to share how they've done it. And really the price that they charge, it's like you're fast forwarding through all these mistakes. You're not, you know, you're saving yourself so much time just by learning from, from their experience. So it is a bit of a no brainer, I think as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, do you have any last tips for anyone who is, work thinking about transitioning to online or moving online or why would you tell someone to move their business online? Oh, I just think it's the best thing you can do. I um, would definitely encourage anyone if you already have a business that is in person, just think of different ways that you could migrate even just a portion of it to be online. Imagine the freedom that it could give you if some of your income was coming um, from an online audience, from a global audience. Um, it would just take the pressure off the existing in-person business if you want to continue it. Um, and if you don't have a business yet, online is definitely the way to go. It's the way of the future. Um, I'm just a huge believer that it can just bring so much freedom to people's lives. Um, and mm-hmm. we can we can experience the way that other people live that we see um, all around us. So, um, yeah, I think... To be let let's be the moms we want to be. Let's be around for our kids and yeah. um, make some money in our sleep, like you said. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And like I just think how you talked about that it opens up so much more of a lot of times when you're face to face, you can really only do either what's close to you or you're gonna have to travel. Mm-hmm. But once you go online, I mean it literally opens up the entire world. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you and I are literally on different <laughs> days the week as we're oh, recording this, so you know, and it yeah. is, um, I just think of how many people in this last year I've connected with that are all over the world in different countries and yeah. without being online, I would have never done that. Yeah. It's incredible. And I do think as well, like if you think about a face-to-face business and how, how you sort of have to find your ideal client and find local people that, um, obviously want to buy from you and you have to put all that market effort into marketing to them. Whereas when you have an online business, that same amount of effort can reach so many more people. And it just feel it just feels easier in terms of finding finding your tribe and finding the people that resonate with you, right? It's a much bigger pool mm-hmm. of people that you can draw from. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for sharing all that information. It was so good. And um Uh, So my last question I always ask everyone is what is your best advice for a mom who is deep in the little years of motherhood? Oh gosh, I, you know, I should have thought about this question a little bit more before you asked it, but I feel like I'm still in there with you guys. I feel like, and I'm about to be again in December with a newborn. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure I have any advice in other than like one day at a time, sometimes one hour at a time um, Mm -hmm. and just being kind to yourself. I learned the most expense. So when when he was a hard baby, I feel like um, I put so many expectations on myself. Um, even things to do with motherhood and nursing and things that I kind of envisaged mm-hmm. that they don't always go to plan. So I think just enjoy the mess, enjoy 
enjoy it all. What what do they say that um, the days go so slowly, but the years so fast? So there's like some cliche saying, yeah. but that is actually so true. Like, yeah. so that's my plan anyway in December. I'm just gonna try and enjoy the crazy, survive it, and yeah, have some memories to look back on. Um, but yeah, yeah, be kind to yourself. Would be my biggest yeah. bit of advice. Yeah, so good. So if anyone wants to connect with you after this podcast, where can they connect with you? So jump on over to um, Instagram. So um, it is the KK Stock Shop. So just at KK Stock Shop um, over on Insta or Facebook. Um, yeah, that's where I am. That's where yeah. I am. I have a link to my personal brand that I promise will be a little bit more um, built <laughs> in the next little while. But that link from yeah. the KK Stock Shop as well. Awesome. Okay. And so before we go, you have to tell everyone about your hobby that you created (laughs) that is your fun thing that you do that is going to probably be my new thing that I listen to all the time. Oh, Rizelle, I forgot that I mentioned that. Um, So it is nothing related, everybody, but I also have a podcast. Um, It is a true crime romance podcast called Mr. and Mrs. Murder because I'm obsessed with true crime. I'm one of those people that just find it so fascinating um so yeah it's called mr and mrs murder and we talk about married couples that kill together so at the moment i'm recording one this afternoon that's about a russian serial killer that get this was an ex-police officer and his wife was a police officer and gave him alibis for years and he he went on his crime spree for over 20 years before he was caught like it it's insane but but yeah if you're into true crime (laughs) mr and mrs murder oh i can't wait to go listen to it it's such a random like way then (laughs) but what a fun way you know it's like we all all the moms need like their outlet or the fun things that like you are in that is not your business and is not your kids and i'm sorry i think that's a pretty (laughs) sweet hobby (laughs) you can just kind of imagine right because i used to listen to true crime on the way to weddings so if anybody was in the car with me they would have thought that was the biggest weirdo like on the way to photograph a beautiful wedding day listening to the most horrific true crime story on the radio (laughs) oh goodness oh so funny well if you mommies if you need something else to listen to (laughs) that is a place to go oh i'd love it oh thank you so much for hanging out with me today thank you so much for having michelle that was really fun wasn't that episode so great to hear someone's story of how covid changed what they did they created a new business and are now thriving in a new way I love Kylie. She's so sweet. And you guys, I could honestly listen to her voice all day, but she sent me an email after we recorded this episode and she is giving the busy years podcast listeners 25% off of her KK stock shop for the first three months. That makes it just $15 per month for the first three months and members can download as many images as they want and there's no limits or restrictions, which if you guys use stock photos in your Instagram or on your website or anything like that, this is a deal, friends. So you can use the code BUSYYEARS25 to receive 25% off of your subscription of the KK Stock Shop. And you can find that at the kkstockshop.com. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Busy Years Podcast. 
this episode's show notes and all past episode show notes can be found at michellehagan.com slash podcast. I would love to put a face to the listener. Come over and join me on Instagram at michelleannhagan. Or you can join me in our private Facebook community just for the Busy Years podcast listeners called Hey Mama, Let's Connect. This is a community where you can dig in a little bit deeper to your dreams, share your dreams out loud with like-minded people, let people cheer you on in what you are currently doing to chase your dreams, and learn a little bit more about our episodes, and I'll even pop in there every once in a while to teach live. I can't wait to see you and meet you, my friends. Hey mama, did you need someone to remind you that you are worthy of your dreams? That you can take action in the middle of motherhood? I just wanted to pop in and give you another reminder, friend, that you got this. You can do this in the middle of motherhood, no matter how busy the years get.